Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize, brought to you by Forged Irish Stout. Ross, are you intoxicated or something? Introduce the guest, man. We have. He is a father, a counselor, an author, a fighter, a coach. He's everybody's favorite hooligan. It's Paddy Hooligan. Paddy, how you doing, bud? How he is getting on? Introduction like that's like the Swiss Army knife of Irish MMA or something. Absolute Absolutely. legend, Paddy. Absolute legend. Thanks for coming on the show. Pleasure to be here, lads. Pleasure. No, great, great to have you on. Obviously, yeah, there's a lot going on in the world of Paddy Hoolan, uh, coaching UFC fighters now, um, and then obviously coaching Team Ireland in Octagon as well. So uh, a lot going on. Maybe, maybe we'll start off with uh, the, the UFC bit. Uh, what did it mean for you to actually do that walk with Shauna in the UFC? That must have been something very special. Yeah, that was that was incredible. Like, you know, like if you had it told years ago, basically that um, like getting to the UFC and 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 doing them things yourself, but then all of a sudden your students coaching is always something we've been massively passionate about. Even when our team was coming up, and that little it was always kind of like a um, a part of the coaching team in a way, you know, and for the youngers coming up and also I've been obsessed with it, and that's what I did my qualifications in, um, so. I love coaching, so to walk somebody out there in, the, in their big arena, especially someone like Shawnee, you know what I mean? Um, just a, a quality athlete and a, and a good person too, you know what I mean? Was a, yeah, it was it was an honor. Yeah, Paddy, in the build up to the fight, like like what what like how many messages and stuff were you getting? Because like Shauna was like being broadcasted everywhere; she was going all over BT on every social media. Like Connor was even posting her as well. Like what what sort of vibe were you getting from the country? I think that's just that Irishness, isn't it? It's that once you put that flag around your shoulders, I've always said it's not the weight of the material, but it's what it represents. Um, that 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 gets you, you know what I mean? And, and you, you got to lean into that. So uh, my phone's on fire twenty four seven all the time, you know what I mean? And I'd have to have it plugged into the wall all the time, no matter what as well. But like then seeing it, you seeing that shift with Sean as well. It's like, and I tried to warn uh, the guys or any of them would you be saying to them like, this is. There's, there's many layers to this and many and many levels and it's not all just about the, the, the skills part. It's about the mentality of being able to look after yourself and uh, and refill your well and not give too much and um and, and, and deal with the fans as well because the fans are so important to I used to try and get back to every single message, I swear. I don't I don't think I've missed any, you know, like and, and you do hear people saying, I've got millions of messages and, and I'll try and get back to you as all. It's like, no, do get back to them all, you know, find a spot. Sit down for two hours, get back to them, and then being able to turn it off and turn it on is important. I think that's why Paddy is an Irish legend, Ross. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Paddy, Paddy has always been known as a man of the people, and I think always will be known as a man of the people. And like, yeah. look, obviously, especially you know yourself, you've headlined the Dublin. Like that fight week can, can, can be draining. And um, what was the difference between you, or what difference did you see between you headlining in Dublin versus Shauna making her debut? being a coach and being a fighter because like probably at times the anxiety levels are higher being a coach than they were going out there fighting yourself yeah it, it, they say UFC Dublin obviously was it was it was a crazy week you know and there's some stuff even leading up to that that I was just kind of like bite down and keep going you know what I mean um, the whole world ended up on my shoulders on a, on a few days now it was at the main event and it's like um, 
Am I going to take that opportunity? Absolutely, I'm going to take that opportunity because it's bigger than that. It's about legacy then, you know what I mean? It's about, it's about like, I think, I think I'm probably the only one or two Irish men to do it, a, a UFC main event, you know what I mean? So, yeah. most have, you ever heard this, have you ever heard most of Conor McGregor? Have you? Have we ever met Conor? No, have you ever heard of him? <laughs> Because I think because he's the other one, he's the other fella. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who could have guessed? I was like, yeah, I met him. I was like, yeah, I met him once or twice. And he was like, yeah. Um, but then, 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 then seeing Charlotte walking out, obviously, when you're fighting yourself, it's uh, you have your hands on, you mm. have the ability to be able to affect the, the, the next situations. And um, when I'm coaching a fighter, I try not to be trying to tell them too much. And like, because if I was thinking about a fight, my own fight or something like that, thoughts will come up basically of like, Oh yeah, actually, I never thought about this. And how am I going to deal with that? How am I going to handle that? And sometimes that happens in the week, and I'm trying to prioritize the ones that I'm saying to the fighter of like, listen, just try and make a little reserve for this moment if it happens in not just in the fight but in the week leading up to it. Um, so I'd said to Sean, um, don't just watch fights, watch some walkouts, watch some people making that walk for the first time, and and look at their body language and. And, and try and study a little bit of that as well, you know what I mean? Because um, cause it's like jumping out of an airplane. You're flying up, you're flying up, and then that door opens, and then all of a sudden it gets a little bit closer, and you know, and anything can happen. So be ready for whatever comes down that hill uh, when you're on that battlefield, when it's fight day. So um, Sean has spoke about this, obviously, when we got to the dressing room, you sat about there straight away, and, and it took like 45 minutes or something to do a test, and, and like you can't account your mind for that stuff, and does it kind of knock you off? Yeah, absolutely it can. It's it, you, it just, that wasn't planned for in a way. And how could you plan for it? You know what I mean? But um, yeah. it's, it's not no excuses or anything like that, but try and prepare yourself for like a pair of gloves, a gum shield, and whatever comes down that hill, you are ready for it. At the, the, the next day, go back to being normal. You know what I mean? But be ready for war, a battlefield basically. Yeah. yeah. Paddy, she obviously shone like a star all week and the coverage over here was was unbelievable from the whole country and then everyone was tuning in and like just going into the fight then like going through the the three rounds it was obviously a decision at the end what way did you sort of see the fight and also virgin media were showing the fight itself but when it when it went to uh the end of a round they'd go to an ad they wouldn't show you coming in and speaking so force ufc fight pass showed everything but like the, the i felt like the advice you gave was pretty good but what's your, what was your overall assessment of the fight itself um I think it's just kind of getting off the mark it was at the start. Um, that's 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 always it, it getting started. You know what I mean. Sometimes people start in the first round or the second round. So, um, we were I I, I had us down the first round. So he said to Sean, I didn't say it to her, but it's probably the first time that Sean had ever asked me. Sean says to me, "Did I win that round? Did I win that round?" You know, with that one, it was just basically straight. Like, listen, we need to start letting the shots fly. We need to start like throwing the shots that we've worked on for this girl. Um, Bruno Brazil is kind of like that long patient lead mm. lean back left uh, check hook basically is what she does as people rush forward so um so all the kids coming in from school now um, and there's millions of them i know man i know man Ten, um, did you have your 10th there the other day congrats <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even know now it's like who are you who are you living here <laughs> um, but the other issue is there's a lean left hook you know what i mean so uh some of the shots Sean is in there for the kill. She she the fight flight phrase. She fights all of the time, you know. And uh, I think it's just about uh, honing it down to a few of the shots that actually fit and click, you know. So right hand roll would have been a great shot. Right hand roll, body kick, um, keeping the back that that pillar up and marching forward with the jab, basically. Um, the pillar being able to block the left hook, you know. So uh, 
I think any of the significant shots. There he is. You say hello. You want to say hello? <laughs> Hello. Hey guys, how's it going? This one yep. is the real hooligan. Show me your hands up. Say hands up. Show him hands up. Hands up. Hey, do, do. <laughs> this Whoa. is legendary. This oh, is legendary. Is this the kid's first ever podcast as well? This is this is the exclusive. He's going to be the one. I'm telling you, Fela is going to be the one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, yeah, that would be my assessment of it, you know. And and, and uh, it's a it's a big stage, but like now it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a fight where like Sean was swept away either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a no, close fighting. The judging of it sometimes, if you actually look at the shots, Sean lands 50 more shots than uh, Bruno Brazil in the fight. Um, and I know people come down to the significant strikes, but uh, I think Bruno only lands one more significant strike as well uh, in the fight. So it just depends where them shots were landed. Um, maybe some of the, the takedown scored. Uh, but then looking at Davy Grant's fight that night, I don't know. We don't know. So sometimes it's like a good judging panel and then sometimes it's like, you know, uh, Davy Grant's fight was definitely didn't go Davy's way, and it should have went Davy Grant's way. So, um, it was a close fight, Sean's fight. You know what I mean? It, it could have kind of maybe spilled either way. Um, it was a few shots the difference between um the the, the, the win there. Yeah, I yeah. felt like she got better as the rounds went on, but um, it was it was it was heartbreaking to see Ross. Yeah, it really, no, it really was, was. was. Yeah. And like also, like I I couldn't actually believe that. The size of the party as well. It almost made me feel like, Jesus, Sean is going to have to go down to play Nanta way when I saw her. She was so tall, Bruno Bazell. I couldn't believe it. Uh, she, she was huge. But look, as you said, as the rounds went on, Sean really came came into her own. Um, again, like, I, you know, she's so young in her career. I think, I think you know, obviously some people want to, want to, you know, criticize someone after they lose, especially on a UFC scale. You know what I mean? People, people are trying to jump on and uh, criticize someone. But like, at the end of the day, like, yeah. What, she's six fights into her pro career. She has the UFC gloves on. Yeah, sorry, lads, I had to change the old studio, you know what I mean? Uh, the <laughs> we didn't but notice, Paddy. We didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> you should bounce around with a bit of cracks on the hood. Tell me, it's madness it is. The kettle's um, always on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, okay. Yeah, so Bruno, Bruno, was, Bruno was big. She, I'd met her outside the hotel, basically. Shook her hand and she didn't look that big. Um, but after the weigh-in, she definitely came in at, at, at a bigger size. Now, um, I, I think I think even Sean had done, uh, uh, grappled her, to be honest, even though that size uh, difference was there. I think mm. any of the clinches that happened, um, obviously she got a really good uh, head on the inside trip takedown. Um, but I, I think Sean held her own in the clinch, you know what I mean? She landed more shots in the clinch. And uh, I don't think she had any kind of trouble with her being, being bigger. But uh, yeah, she was definitely bigger. Paddy, after the fight, like, what was the sort of conversation after? Because, um, like, uh, like knowing Shauna, she always wants to be back in there. Was she like, here, I want to be back in next week? Yeah, that's that's always Shauna, you know what I mean? Um, I think it's just trying to slow it down now, basically. I'm trying to say to her, like, just, you're in a really, really good place now, you know what I mean? And the idea of, like, um, when you're fighting in the UFC, you can get, like, financially stable from sponsors and that kind of stuff outside and... And, like, you can get better on the job as well. Do you know what I mean? So getting in there, feeling the the feeling of what's actually going on and then um, and being able to improve, you know what I mean? Being able to kind of move around. And, like, she's gone out to Thailand for three weeks and stuff and, and do a little bit. She's out there with Molly and do some uh, some good boxing training by the looks of it and stuff. And, and that's it. You just kind of hone into what you can do where sometimes when you're on the scene it's it's everyone's swimming you know what I mean you haven't hit dry land yet so so my advice to her is just to like try and slow it down a little bit um and and and, and let's let's improve that tiny little bit on, on some of the stuff that we need to do and 
And then, and then get in there and go again, you know. So um, Sean is a scrapper, you know what I mean. And she's a, yeah. she's a, she's a good person, and, and 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 you can see it. Everyone can see it, you know what I mean. She has the ability to be a superstar in there. So that's the main thing. And then she's just guiding that ship as well as a as a whole other um a whole other uh, string to your bow. If one of us goes to war, we all go to war. <laughs> yeah. as the man says. So that's it. In fairness, uh, just just to finish off on that, loads of people have gone in, lost their UFC debut, and then gone on to become world champions. Um, I don't think he lost the UFC debut, but like, look at Sean Strickland. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone counted him out, and look where he is now. Like, he's walking around with the world champ. Now, obviously, he's a bit of an odd character, but uh, like, people doubted him on a skill level. Many a time they they said he could never beat the big one, and like he went in and did it there uh, over the weekend. So, um, you know, what I mean, like this is a game, as you said, Paddy. You can definitely learn on the job. A hundred percent, like that Philly shell jab cross extravaganza. Yeah, but that's, like, that's, how simple do you want it? In the yep. midst of it, you know what I mean. That idea, like, and, and he you can see that he spars a lot because like the idea of just being in there and staying going, like. Uh, I think Masvidal had the same situation basically in the UFC as well. It was round for ages and then had two golden years, you know. Mm. And and, it, and that that's what it is about. This is the entertainment business as well. So get in there, bite down on your gum shield, and go for it. You know what I mean? Go for that guy. And that's that's just my opinion on it, you know. And, and be yourself. That's the most I, important thing. Be yourself. I remember promising to myself, you'll never ever you're yourself, Paddy. That's what you have to be. This game's not going to change it. You're still going to be Paddy Hillahan at the end of this and. And that's it. That's the most important part. That, that was actually very well said. Paddy, have you got, like, just before we wrap things up on the UFC front, like, like a, a lot of the fighters would tune in and watch your stuff. I'm sure a lot of them be tuned in watching you now. Like, what do you have to say? To, because, like, we were on such a, the Irish MA scene, especially going into the UFC, was on such a high. Everyone was getting signed. And now the last, the most recent uh, fighters have lost. What would you sort of say to them now? Because you're obviously a legend of the game. Like, what would you sort of say to them now, looking into their, their future fights and careers? Um, well, I've stood in that position. I've been in a position where I had a loss and I was going into a fight maybe again where maybe another loss would have been your contract and stuff like that. And what I would say is, fuck that. Fuck <laughs> all of that. Do you know what I mean? All that means is nothing. Rip that apart from the outside. Get back into the gym. Listen to your coaches. Rip out a few of the weeds or whatever you feel around that time or whatever's kind of creeped in. It doesn't make you feel. And feel good. Be happy. That's the most important thing. Happy fire is dangerous fire, you know. And uh, the, the, the past, the future, nothing matters. Um, get your game ready, train hard, and, and walk through that door the next time and go for it. Leave everything out there. Be willing to wake up in the dressing room and say, What the fuck happened? Basically, you know, <laughs> go with that kind of intent, you know. And obviously, not running forward with your chin up, but you fight hard, you know what I mean? Be willing to and picture yourself, visualize yourself in. In, in difficult situations as well because it's very easy to be in the gym and be shadow boxing and you're winning every exchange and you're snipping everything and don't you know what I mean when you're shadow boxing picture yourself getting dropped maybe and how you're going to react to that or picture yourself getting taken down or how you're going to react to that you know stuck in a submission how you're going to react to that so uh, prepare your mind fart before your mind Paddy, you're an absolute legend. We thought that was a joke over a second. <laughs> no, Paddy, that, that was actually great advice. Uh, people would love to hear that as well. And and uh, it's great to hear from someone who's been there and done it. So uh, fair play to Paddy. Um, but yeah, Ross, by the way, you talked about you with the shadow boxing. <laughs> I, 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 I'm undefeated when it comes to shadow boxing. Uh, 
Paddy, tell us this. Uh, Octagon Challenge, uh, Team Ireland versus Team England. How did this all come about? Yeah. Because this, this looks like it's going to be wild, and I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> Popcorn Wait. in hand, baby. Popcorn in hand. <coughs> I got a phone call saying, do you want to go out to Slovakia and um, coach Team Ireland versus Team England? <laughs> well, I'm in. <laughs> That's all it took. I watched a few of the episodes, but listen, before we even start there, the two guys, uh, Andre and Pavel, basically, and the team around there, like that was one of the things that when I got there, I was like, wow, these like, these guys are, uh, are really like creative and like normal and like fly to meetings like on, on private, like not private jets, they fly the jet or they fly whatever they're in. I didn't really? know all this stuff about the guys, you know what I mean? And I have to say, I was blown away. Hats off to the, to the lads what they're doing at Octagon and, and, and the idea is like they take things on as a challenge. I love that. You can see it in them. It's like, well, we will do it, you know, <laughs> that way and, and they're doing it. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 we brought the family out to Slovakia and, and, and they were they were such a good show to work with. They were, they were, they were I kind of wanted to bring my family with me because I just didn't want to leave for a month and it was in yeah. the summer and I just wanted my family with me basically and, and they were all over the idea. So, they, they, and let me bring my family out and stuff like that and yeah it was brilliant it was just such an incredible experience and like what sort of way did it work first like because obviously Brad, uh, Brad Pickett's also um, one of the coaches uh, the, the English coach like did they start off picking the coaches first and then the fighters or what sort of way did it go around Paddy I don't really know I'd be lying if I told you that um, I know that was an opportunity for an Irish fighter basically um to get on, so they needed an Irish fighter, and I had a good thing about my, myself, and, and there was someone I rang, and and, and, I, and I gave them the opportunity, basically, and I think they needed it at that time in their life, and uh, yeah, and they grabbed it with their both hands, and, and they went for it, you know? Yeah, yeah tell it. us a bit more about it, Paddy, the, the fighters that, that are going to be representing Ireland, from Dennis Frimpong, Aaron MacDonald, um, who else have here, Matt, Matthew Elliott, and the Armin Hersig, like, uh, the, did you have a, did you pick these lads? I know Shamrock is also going to be helping out, and he's going to be coaching Team Ireland as well. But like, did you did you pick these fighters? How, how did that sort of come about as well? Um, no, we didn't. Um, I, I picked one of them basically, so it get it said one of them that they, they needed the, uh, that that space filled, and mm. Shamrock was already there, and so like, that was one of the first things people had said like, um, you're gonna like uh, Shamrock's gonna be an assistant coach and stuff, and it was like deadly, you know. So I knew I kind of yeah. knew Jeff being around. He's a yeah. good lad. You're like, leave the family at home then. Shem's coming, it's grand. <laughs> and you're used to those scousers, Paddy. I think we have scouts, I do. We really do. I think it's in me there somewhere, you know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I had to bring anybody on any nationality, it'd be a scouser and I'd bring them somewhere, you know what I mean? And anyway, but, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I knew, I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't know him like personally, but I knew Shem from being around uh, Collie Martin in the shows and I'd met him and stuff and, uh, and yeah, and, and like uh, they, that, that guy is an incredible story himself. So it was a pleasure to to, to coach alongside him, and then and then he's going to be an absolute superstar as well. You can see it in him. You know, he's uh, he's yeah. got the dedication, he's got all of the skills as well. So uh, I'm so excited to see how far Shem goes. You know what I mean? So it was great to see that. And then and then you have the other lads. You know what I mean? So a mad little treat or a mad little four for Newpal or whatever that is. What's four? Yeah, uh, a, a quadruple. A quadru- quadrant is it? Um, well, but anyway, the four sure, lads yeah. then as well. So do you know what? My main thing was when I went out there as a coach was like, I'm not, I wasn't able to go out there in the little poem and give them all of the skills, maybe a few little bits of skills, and but to be affecting that game in four weeks is probably um, 
probably far-fetched. So my thing was to make sure that all of the ranks were animated at the same way, in a way. So to make sure that we had this this camaraderie between us, you know what I mean? One man in behind the other, one man in behind the flag, you know, representing something that's bigger than ourselves. And and, and, and being a little bit of the underdog, like the, the English team were no slouches, you know? So, and we made sure he said this to the lads at the start, you know what I mean? They're in that other dressing room and they think that they are better than us. They think that they, 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 they're going to walk through this, you know? And it's up to you to make sure that they don't walk through it. When they look at all crossing that cage when that door closes, they see your face and you're like, not today, no fucking way. Um, I think someone explained this to me, like Sean Strickland the other day, um, and, and just looking over and being like, oh shit, you know? And, and I know that look. <laughs> I've seen it. I've been there. I've done it. I've seen it myself, you know? So it's like, it's important to turn up with that, like that... Um, spiritually ready and that was my main thing with the team is to make sure that they were spiritually ready so um we warm up we listen to some some tunes some some Irish tunes and have a bit of crack in the gym and, and drill and, and do what we can you know we don't do it but so maybe it's like we do absolutes <laughs> The, the show's going to be run for eight weeks long on Channel 4 every Tuesday evening. Uh, Paddy, what do we have to sort of look forward to this? Because we're seeing like whitewater rafting, like uh, changing wheels of, of cars, like sh- shooting stuff. Like, like, what do we have in store for us? Yeah, there's there's some madness coming down the hill. That's for sure. Uh, you couldn't have wrote the script of this. Like, and the, two, the two lads have done a few of these shows, uh, Pavel and Andre, um, and they said, like, even this, this was like, this was the best one by far, you know, because uh, it's pure. None of it was really staged. None of it stays to put on or any of that stuff, you know what I mean? I just, I'm not into that. And, like, I just made sure I said that, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I was just myself. I know the lads were a lot of themselves. I told them, obviously, to, this is going on television, so look after yourself, you know what I mean? And, and make sure you're not saying uh, things as, as a joke that won't be taken up as a joke because we live in a fairly fragile world, you know? So, if you want to say something, make sure you think about it and, and then say it. So, uh, yeah, but it was safe to say that the Irish tortured the English lads. Um, <laughs> the, English, the English lads were sound as well. So, I got on with them as well. I have two scousers on that as well. Um, so, we was trying to say that I'm like, are you the English or are you scouts? You know? <laughs> Which one are you? But listen, they were all, they were all sound. And then, and then obviously you have Brad. Brad is a legend, you know what I mean? But, yeah. Uh, He's Brad's with the band, but I just don't think he's. I don't think he's up to that level. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah. <laughs> he's not quite yeah. Irish level. Yeah, is he not? Uh, not quite on that level. Not of the Irish level. He's like kind of like like pull your pants down, jump out on your kind of level, and, and that's it. The pot's empty, you know. So, uh, but Brad got a lot of that as well. He got a lot of his own back forward and stuff back forward on him, and there was some moments that I'm sure he doesn't want. To, <laughs> he doesn't want to make it. Um, we hope they do <laughs> nah, I'm sure everyone's going to make sure to be checking that out uh, Paddy is there anyone you can tell us to keep a certain eye on because there, there's a lot of characters in that house like that like that, that makes it so funny but uh, is there anyone in particular that people should definitely be keeping an eye out for on Octagon Challenge coming out on Tuesday the 12th premiering on Channel 4 well I'll pick I'll pick one off each team because that would be yeah. fair wouldn't it yeah. And and I and I think I was pretty fair with uh, both teams do you know what I mean so yeah. uh, we didn't let and you can't pick play. yourself now Paddy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you, can I pick? <laughs> so I would uh, say Dennis Brimpong, um, off the Irish team, basically, and then Bo Gavin off the the English team. So, uh, yeah, Bo's a little scouse, a little tough motherfucker, um, and then <laughs> Dennis Brimpong has a level of 
Oh, we don't know what to call it. I don't even know what to call shit it. Shithousery. Shithousery. Is that what it is? Shithousery, yeah. but... Yeah. Well, handsomeness. Handsomeness as well. He's good at it. He's good at it. That's what it is. He's a... He's a... He's a, he, he's a level. He goes deep now. Probably not as deep as I would go myself. But uh, yeah, so and, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Paddy. Dennis Frimpong is probably the last person on this earth I'd want to live on, live in the house with as an enemy. <laughs> what about me, man? What about me, man? The dirt I have in you, man. <laughs> oh, I think even by the end of it, even all the lads had to come. We had to fly back. We did, and Brad Pickett had to fly back with the Irish lads. And I think Dennis was the only lad who wasn't there because he had to fly from Manchester or whatever which way, whatever happened. But anyway. But I, I can recall, I remember him saying, like, I was just fucking glad Dennis wasn't there. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, so it was just like, um, yeah, different level of banter. Um, and not only that, the man can fight. The man can fight, which is the main thing, you know what I mean? And, and then I would pick, as I said, Bo off the other side, who would probably be um, the dark horse on the on the, the, the English team. Um, but... There's some levels of fights that went on here as well. Like this was like torn yeah. up, and there was like one fight on that day till it got to the semi-finals. Then there's two fights, but the one fight like you're torn up, and it's like this is madness, you know. And then and the boys are going for that. And there was some cracking fights, like fights that when you see them, you're going to be like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. And what's and- the format for the show, Paddy? Is it going to be two five-minute rounds or three five-minute rounds for the fights? It was two five-minute rounds. Yeah, no, three five-minute rounds as, as far as I remember. Yeah, in the first okay. one, but no elbows. Okay. Uh, and then in the semi-finals, there's, uh, there was elbows in the fights, basically. So it's just so people could get there. And, um, no cuts. No no cuts, you know what I mean? No yeah. big cuts, yeah. no uh, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, so when it got to the elbows as well, that could have added a whole new um, weapon to the arsenal. But, uh, yeah, make sure you tune in and... and uh, and get behind the Irish lads and and um, and the Scouse lads and you know anybody else that was there that was there. It was like it takes a it takes a, a lot of people to make up something like that with the staff and the, the cameramen and everybody else and then obviously Andre and Pavel who uh, who who made it all happen. Yeah, yeah and last... then you you probably want to do it again for another season. Uh, <laughs> just just before we wrap things up, you make sure to check it out. It's going to be on every Tuesday for eight weeks, and the finale will then be, go down on Manchester on the 4th of November. Will you be there on the 4th of November as well, Paddy? Yes, I'm going to swing it out there for the 4th of November. Now, the lads are with their, um, their own coaches, basically, obviously, for that, which I think is the good idea. So, mm-hmm. I think we've kind of shepherded them to as far as they can go. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely be there for the for, for the final and uh, and sharing the on and probably just enjoying the show, you know what I mean, in that way. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to these. I don't know if you've seen some of the shows that the... The stadiums that what they what the guys yeah. do it's it's like a it's like the circus comes to town or something octagon there you know so yeah we saw the we saw the Prague one we saw the Prague one there recently it was it was off the rails off the rails yeah uh, no octagon doing unbelievable show uh, I love the way they're really branched into the uh, Irish and UK market as well it's great to have another player in that market as well and like yeah I can't wait for the show at first I thought this was going to be like sort of a an ultimate fighter sort of type show but then when I saw them like white water rafting and all the actual challenges that they have to do i was like i was like jesus this is this is wild like this is next level yeah nuts and uh I, I can't wait to see it and again like you know you have four massive irish characters in there and like that you know it, it gives you a real um like you said they have the camaraderie in there but like it gives the irish mma scene a real chance to like get behind these guys and really support them because they also come from four different gyms as well so that's great to see as well 
Yeah, that is that is it's a, it's a great show of basically of Irish MMA. You know what I mean? It's a it's a good split, and it's kind of like I don't know if you with the say what is Irish MMA you know it's a, it's, a, it's a north it's the south it's the you know what I mean it's, it's yeah. the cabin man which is Dennis and stuff you mm. know and then and then a little sprinkle there of scouts that with uh, Shamrock you know what I mean he will not stand behind that English flag he wants the Irish flag on which is hats off to you man <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Paddy just before we wrap things up what was your favourite moment of, of the entire of being on the show Um, the, the Outside, say maybe the show and this kind of stuff. There's a little place called Samarin, is where this is. It's a little little town in Slovakia. Um, my job's town ass probably would have never ever been there other for this, you know. He wouldn't have known about it. But this is a place that we'd actually go back to. It was really really nice. It felt really free or something like that, you know. It just felt um, I don't know. It felt like Ireland in the nineties. That's what it felt like. I, don't, I can't explain it. But it was just really nice, you know. So being there strolling around the neighbourhood maybe going into the local and having a point you know what I mean um, yeah it was pretty cool it was pretty pretty kind of different you know but uh, and then on the show obviously there's, there's so many different moments and I don't want to give any of them away but uh, for me personally just being able to stroll around Samarin and, and um, yeah a funny time actually is I'll give you one story on it here we go <laughs> One story, right? So we had to stay in like an apartment basically in Bratislava the night before. So we came down to the uh to the to the lobby and this is the first time we'd met Brad's there, but obviously I met Brad loads of times before, but I met him there. And we're waiting on a lift basically, and the boat was like giving car keys each. Right? So we're like, what the fuck? So like we have to drive yourself here, basically. And you know, the the girl on the the, the flower hanker is like, Yes, you gotta drive yourself. I'm like, right, Brad, this is the fourth challenge, right? So you're driving on the wrong side of the road, on the wrong side of the car with a, a gear shift, basically, right? Yeah. So we're jumping out into Slovakia into like into the motorway traffic, right? It was a bit it was a bit ropey to say the first time, you know what I mean? I didn't know whether the left lane was the speeding lane or whatever which lane was going on and yeah, there was a few ropey times, but uh, yeah, but we won. That's the most important part. We won. You beat him there. We got the summer in first. Yeah, you, you know what they say, Paddy. Drive it like you stole it. You know what I mean? So. Oh, we drove it like it was stolen. <laughs> and one more for the bad guy. <laughs> well, we're, we're obviously up for Team Ireland. Uh, Paddy, we want to thank you very much for coming on the show. We know you're very, uh, you've loads of things to be doing, and uh, we really appreciate your time every time you come on. Um, we look forward to having you back on the show again soon. Uh, Ross, before we give Paddy the last words, is there anything else you have to say to the hooligan? No, just uh, thanks a million for coming on. Thanks for being an absolute legend of Irish MMA. And yeah. uh, thanks for giving out those those words of wisdom and uh, for promoting the show um, going forward as well because uh, that Octagon <laughs> challenge looks like it's going to be some crap. Yeah, Can't wait it's for wild. It. Man, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Paddy, uh, do you have anything else to say to everyone tuning in as well? No, just make sure you tune in, enjoy it. Um, hopefully, it's one of them situations that somebody's looking forward to it every week. Because uh, I know they're, they're, I'm a sucker for that. You know what I mean? To be continued. <laughs> they better say that at the end of every episode. And if they don't, if they don't, they can just clip this part in. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. to be continued. That's the way it has to start at the end of it. You know? Because when you were a kid, that happened in a cartoon. That was the longest week of your life. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> I, I heard Dennis Rupong's already in talks got his own spin-off show <laughs> I would not be surprised yeah 
The frat punks, oh Joe. What she called it? You know what I mean? Oh my god. That is, okay. Fighting with frim punks. Catching up with the frim punks. Yeah. Yeah. They should put him and morning breakfast in a house together, and they have to live there for a week. <laughs> let's see if we get. Let's see if we get how, how, how we get we get past episode one before we do any more crazy spin-offs for us. But Paddy, yeah. thanks a million for tuning in. But for everyone tuning in, make sure to like, share, subscribe. Make sure to check out Octagon Challenge this Tuesday on Channel Four. Ross, take us away, bud. Thanks a million, guys. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay, stay energized. Energized show up the Irish. And sussing you guys a couple of times, I've seen a couple of clips, I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that, but I, I, I saw, so keep going, keep up the good work guys.